Hi everyone, this is Olga Mack, Building the Future of Contracts from Home. And today I am with my uh, friend and colleague, Rashida. Rashida, please introduce yourself. Hi, Olga. Um, great, to, great to be back with you. And hi, everyone. This is Rachita Maker. Um, I'm Vice President of Legal Operations and Compliance um, at Data Communications. Um, I have over 20 years of experience in the legal services industry. Um, and I also run a personal blog series on legal operations. So, so very excited to be here and talking to you, Olga. Likewise, I am a huge fan of, of your videos uh, on LinkedIn, especially. Um, they're very informative and, um, and, and really uh, interesting to watch. Tell me what inspired you to start this series. I think the pandemic in some ways um, got, got, had, had given me a lot of time on my hand. Uh, you know, when you're at home and you're not traveling, um, you, you do tend to have some time. But, but more so, you know, I, I thought about how do I reach out to the newer generation? How do we spread awareness of the changes um, that, is, that is happening in the legal world? Um, and, and it just started off by me thinking in, on a Sunday night, not able to sleep. Um, and, and I thought about how, how do we get the message out there of all the changes that are happening in the legal industry. Um, and then I thought maybe I'll do like these really quick videos, uh, which I started doing on my own, but got some amazing feedback. Um, and, and, and then we started doing it with where I brought in a guest who was one of the industry leaders. And we talk about, you know, anything from legal process to legal technology, to the future of legal education, to anything new that's happening in the legal world. So um, I think, uh, you know, the, the intent was very clear. The intent was to spread knowledge. But in the, in the bargain, I, I ended up gaining a lot of knowledge. That's fantastic. What is the most um, unexpected thing you learned in the process? Oh, you know, for, first of all, Olga, I think I learned how to edit a video, which I had no idea how to do. So it's a new skill that I acquired um, by doing this. Uh, but it's just the interactions that I had with different people. Uh, we did we did a wrap-up one um, sometime last month, and I, I ended up doing about 20 videos in, in 20 weeks, um, which I, I didn't think when I started doing that that we would be able to do that. Um, and, and that was amazing. Um, and I think just the ability to reach out to people and the kind of feedback that I got, uh, then I, I think it improved my networking skills a lot more um, than, than I already had. Um, and just the information of what people are doing out there, right? Um, we, there, was, there was one series where we talked about the future of legal education and what different universities are doing for that. Um, and in one of the videos um, we, where, where we talked about, um, you know, how the GC can actually be on the CEO path and, and you know, the possibilities are endless today. Um, so, so those there, there were some really, really interesting conversations, some conversations on diversity and inclusion. So, every I think every vlog um, gave me something new um, to learn and to understand, and I think just overall enhanced my skills. Yeah, I found that I found that writing and talking to people and sharing knowledge did the same to me for the last over ten years as well. So, I completely relate to you. Um, the more you give back, the more it sort of comes back to you uh, and, and enhances your life and enhances everyone's life. And, 
and rises all boats. So yeah, I, 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 I love was, your articles too, Olga. <laughs> well, thank you. I wasn't fishing for a compliment. Merely <laughs> relating to your experience. No, just a very genuine comment. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You you had a journey to legal ops. How how did you get to it? Uh, what inspired you? You you were in legal services, but you know you ended up in legal ops. How, what was that journey like? Yeah, I, I, I think my entire legal career has been a very interesting journey. So when I graduated, and, and this was almost 20 years ago uh, from law school, um, the concept of legal services or legal outsourcing or what we know as ALSP today did not exist. So you, you pretty much had you know, a few options. You could, you could go and be a litigator or be in a law firm, a uh, corporate law firm, or you could be in-house. Um, uh, you know, there, there, were, there were very few options. But, but even at that time, legal, legal outsourcing was just opening up. And, and I, I, I decided... Um, to start my career in, in legal operations, something a lot of people at that time said, you know, you're not really a lawyer. That's not what lawyers do. Um, but but I had a great journey because being being in India and from India, I, I got to work with lawyers and attorneys across the world, from the US to the UK, Australia, Singapore. And I think my exposure um, was immense. I, I worked with uh, various um, GCs in different industries, from technology to healthcare to telecom, um, and we were, you know, always solving some complex problem that that an in-house team had, um, um, and, and obviously all related to the legal department. So, so I spent a large part of my career in in the ALSP world. Um, for, for the largest uh, time, but I think everything that I did kind of set me up for a role in-house in legal operations um, from, from working with um, GCs across the world to solving complex uh, problems and coming up with solutions to knowing what process means to working with technology. I think each of these skill sets that I acquired as, um, as I was going through my uh, professional journey um, really set me up for for this profession uh, and and this role in legal operations. I, I love the, the 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 way you framed your journey and and how it all adds up to where you are today. Many general counsels view legal operations very strategic. Why do you think it is increasingly the case? So so I'll just rephrase your question. Was it that uh, legal operations is very strategic for gen, uh, general counsels and and yeah. why? Is yeah, that why? Is, well, you know, in the past, this is relatively. You know, people call it a rise of legal operations. It's a relatively new function. I mean, it existed in some departments for a little while in some form, but it is increasingly uh, formalizing and and uh, professionalizing. And you know, it used to be rare. Now it's becoming the norm. And seen as you know, in very strategic in many departments. Why do you think it is? I think uh, a smart GC will will have their uh, legal ops leader as their right hand person, um, or their chief of staff, or or basically their go to person. And and why why is this important? Right? I mean, the, the world around us in the last eight to ten months has changed. That needless to say that. But even before that. Um, GCs, um, no matter how big an organization or how small an organization, a legal department 
inherently is a cost center right it's it's a it's a it's a it's a department that manages risk but at the end of the day it's it's not a revenue generating department so um and as every organization you would have cost pressures which means you need to find ways to do things differently with um um you know with lesser headcounts but the business is growing so you have to be able to support the business in an accelerated method and and um legal operations act a strong legal operations leader um it can can actually bring a lot of efficiency in the way the legal department does things um they can and and they can they can tell you how to relook at a process and reengineer it or what kind of technologies and tools to use um you know uh, how to how to structure your teams um so so it it becomes very important for a gc to have and and there's technology um you know in uh, inflation everywhere right we we are bombarded with new technology every day today uh, in the legal industry um again a strong legal operations department can really uh, skim through what is important what is critical um nobody has unlimited budgets to go and play with every new technology that comes in and also in a lot of cases you want to look for ways to use you know what is out there which is freely available and and you don't have to spend too much money so so i think i think keeping these things in mind um you you absolutely absolutely need to have a strong legal ops leader um for the gc so that they can focus on what is their core um you know uh, the uh, 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 a gc today has a lot of demands from the ceo from the cxos from the board um they they are not just expected to um you know just just uh, be a cost center so to say they are expected to be part of the business they are expected to have a seat at the table they are expected to have a say and they are expected to speak the language um of the business and i think that is something that a legal ops leader uh, can can bring in um i mean we we did some of the things in terms of um, doing balanced scorecards for our legal departments initiators and uh, you know that that those are things that the business talks about and the ceos are happy to look at um but if if you don't have a strong legal ops team you you probably are not going to get there so you mentioned there is a special role for legal ops during a uh, changing time tell me what you mean by that well the world has changed um so um it it means that we need to change the way we did things we cannot be doing what we did in 2019 or even in early 2020 right um the pandemic has impacted us in more ways than one um everybody had to go remote um you know uh, overnight um there there are there are things um workflows and um you know processes that need to be relooked at making sure that business was not impacted and and all of this um uh, olga one of the things that we all forget you know we talk a lot about technology and process but our people get impacted change management is all about how you bring everybody together um and and make it easy for them to use things uh, to use tools to 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 align with the new processes um so i think a, a a strong legal ops leader can really take that charge of 
communication communication in these times is the key um i think i think uh, for for any department not just legal department uh taking your people together communicating with them holding their hand as these changes are happening so rapidly around them right i mean um i'm sure you know of lawyers and i know of lawyers who when when they they started off and were with law firms they were they were assigned assistants right uh, they they who who would type out for them who make briefs for them etc in today's world lawyers are expected to really negotiate over a call on uh, while sharing a you know a document via screen and and turning it around very very quickly or or they're expected to um use uh, tools and train tools ai tools etc these are these are concepts that are, that are new these are concepts that won't talk to anybody in law school um so i think a, a a strong legal ops department plays a very very um you know um a role of a partner for the legal department where they're they're really helping through this entire process so well said so if i were a general counsel and i'm thinking of building this function or may i may even already have one or two people i i think you made a very compelling case as to uh why have a strong legal ops department uh but maybe how can i support and enable those people to succeed and help me succeed in the process as well yeah so i think i think the gc plays a very very strong role right um uh it, it he is the voice of the top and and he or she um they 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 absolutely need uh to to you know talk the language of change um and and they need to give out what the vision is um the gc and the legal ops leader really need to work hand in hand uh for for that change to happen um a, a lot of times um you know um, legal ops can also be just viewed as a very reactive uh department it can be it can be viewed just as a pure support uh for for the lawyers you know if if they need some kind of an it support or if they need uh support with spend management but i think i think it's a very strategic role um for any gc um and, and and the gc really has to drive the vision um they have to set the tone for the department and and i think i think once um a legal ops leader has that support uh they they can definitely uh bring a lot of change as we talked about the legal ops function is formalizing increasingly uh and a lot of graduates uh join legal operations Uh, you also have a lot of attorney who pivot into legal operations um how do you go about acquiring skills necessary to succeed as a legal operations professional very um very good question olga uh, there there is i i don't think there is a course that kind of teaches you um uh legal operations per se um but uh, there there definitely are some courses on legal project management but i think some of the key skills that are required um are are um project management for sure i think every legal ops professional has to have strong project management skills that's just a must um and uh, if if you can do a project management course great if not you know you you start by managing smaller projects and learn from there and then then build skill sets around that but but that is an absolute must 
um, a legal operations professional has to be a collaborator. Um, you know, this is um, this is a journey. Um, it, it's a profession where you don't work in individual contributor role. You have to work with not just your legal department, but different functions within the organization, whether it's HR, business, finance. So you absolutely um, have to be um, you, you have to be comfortable working with people. You have to be a collaborator. Very, very important. You have to be a very good negotiator as a legal ops uh, professional because you will have situations where you're representing your department across the organization or you're negotiating with the vendors um, and law firms, etc. So I think that's another skill. And some of this is, is skills that lawyers, as lawyers, we learn, right? We learn to organize ourselves. We learn to be negotiators. We learn to communicate. So I think I think there are a lot of overlapping skills. Um, having strong uh, business excellence and process excellence skills is definitely a must. Um, this is not that something that everybody is inclined to. Um, but I think as, as a legal ops uh, professional, you, you do need to have these skills. You'd have to be able to look at a process and say, okay, where are the gaps? Where can you actually make changes and tweaks so that you're able to, uh, you know, uh, make the process better? So I think those, those skills are today, you know, doing, doing um, a certification in Six Sigma would always help you or even um, agile principles. Um, today, a lot of um, organizations are adopting agile principles. And I think uh, doing those courses will definitely help you as a legal operations um, uh, person. Um, I mean, there, there are endless skills, but I think these are the core four to five skills that as a legal ops professional, you absolutely must have. So great, great um, summary of the skills and uh, really enlightening conversation. And uh, I, 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 as always, I, I learned a lot from you. Um, I want to leave uh, viewers and, and listeners with, with resources or your favorite resources that you recommend. Um, what are some of your favorite uh, legal operations resources that you routinely send, uh, you know, people in your department or your colleagues or people who are beginning or pivoting uh, their careers? So I, I highly recommend my blog series <laughs> for, for um, uh, legal ops uh, professionals. But, but apart from that, um, I recommend people to read uh, Richard Suskin's Tomorrow's Lawyer. Um, I, think, I think that's a great source. Um, I think, um, you know, um, there is a lot of material on clock uh, where, um, where people can learn uh, and, and, and uh, from, from other people. So, so there's a lot of uh, resources there. Um, there is um, another, um, uh, there's a consulting firm called, called GLS. Um, and and they have um, they have a book uh, for for legal operations um, and legal consulting. So I think that's an interesting source. Um, so so there's there's a lot of material out there. Um, but there, there are a lot of podcasts, there are a lot of webinars that happen um, and that are on LinkedIn. Um, so so I think people should absolutely just, read as much as possible and listen to other people um, if, if they want to gain um, more and more knowledge about this. Yeah, fantastic resource. And, and, and I, I talk to a lot of legal operators. A lot of it is through courses, but a lot of it is learning by doing. 
Um, you know, it's a little bit like learning to swim. We can theoretically talk about the water and how it feels to put one, you know, hand after another as you paddle. But, you know, nothing is like getting in and actually paddling. Um, Once Rashida, you're in the deep end, you don't have any choice. <laughs> that's exactly right. Rashida, this was a fantastic conversation. Again, I learned so much from you. I, I do hope to do it again. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Olga. It's always a pleasure to speak with you.